Good evening, Dominica, the Caribbean, and the rest of the world. If it is Tuesday, it is time once again to get powered up with untapped potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. Yes, so it is great to be back with you for another episode of Untapped Potential. As you know, this is the place we come each and every Tuesday to get powered up, to get energized for the week ahead, and also to remind ourselves of the important life goals. So how are those life goals coming along? I hope that last week's uh, motivational tip regarding how to stay motivated now that half of the year has already gone by, uh, kept you inspired, kept you focused, and you're diligently working on those life goals. And of course, if you missed last week's episode, you can always hop on over to pushpast10.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0. And click on the past episodes podcast for all the episodes of this program that you have missed along, you may have missed along the way. So again, it is great to be back here with you for another episode of Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, I want to welcome you to the program and I want to say that you made a fantastic decision to join us. I hope that you will remain a part of our community and that you will set your reminder to be here each and every Tuesday at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time as we get powered up and energized for the week ahead. And if if you're a regular listener, I want to thank you for your support. I want to thank you for your continuing support as we continue to journey along. So again, this is Untapped Potential, and we have another great interview for you uh, today. As you know, I was in Dominica back in June, and one of the first things that I did is I got an opportunity to go over to St. Joseph's University. Uh, St. Joseph is a new medical school that is being established in Dominica. And as a matter of fact, they should be opening their doors in September. So September 2022 is their scheduled start date. So I had an opportunity to sit with a couple of the employees at St. Joseph University to tell us what we should expect. So I went ahead and uploaded the audio of that Facebook Live so we can uh, have this as our interview today. And keep in mind that it is only a portion of the interview. For the complete interview, you know where to head, pushpast10.com. 
for the entire interview. So yes, so another great program for you today. Um, our tip of the week comes up after our interview. So you want to make sure that you stay tuned uh, for that. And we also want to give you an update on the Child Protection Society that we created for Dominica. So a lot of great things going on, a lot of great things happening. So thank you again for stopping by for Untapped Potential. Let's kick up the program today with one of my all-time favorite songs from Mr. Nasio Fontaine, a song entitled Living in the Positive. So enjoy this number and then stay tuned. Oh, 
struggling to pay your bills? Has your income been impacted by COVID-19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Badui Financial Services be your guide in this ever-changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864-607-1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. Badui Financial Services, Integrity and Service is our commitment to you. Give them a call. Welcome back, Push Past 10 Nation. Simone Matthew here. Welcome back to our international community. You know, this is the place, this is our platform where we come together each and every week to promote and celebrate Dominica. But we also use this platform for education, for entertainment, and for information. And of course, we use our platform to vent. So if there's anything we need to complain, something we feel like we, we could do better on, we use this platform as well. So today we're very excited. We have members, uh, employees from the Dominica um, St. Joseph University, a new medical university in Dominica joining us today. So we wanna encourage everyone to share the live as you come on in. Again, I am Simone Matthew and it is great to be here with you uh, for yet another Push Past 10 presentation. So come on in, share the live, let everyone know that we are here. So let us go ahead and have our guests introduce themselves. So we will get started with Mr. Thomas to my right. So Mr. Thomas, go ahead and introduce yourself. Good afternoon to you, Simon, Matthew. Certainly, it's a pleasure to be here with you. It's a pleasure to be in your company. Let me say good afternoon to the listening public, uh, those viewing via Facebook and elsewhere. Certainly, it's a pleasure to be here with you. My name is Errol Thomas. I'm, I'm of the marketing department here at Adam Culture. Okay, nice to meet you, sir. And then we have Dr. Coffee. Dr. Coffee, introduce yourself. Hi, good afternoon to all listening public, and good afternoon, Ms. Matthews. Um, thank you for taking time to accommodate us so we could have a little discussion about St. Joseph University 
to educate the public as to what this university is about and what we are offering. I am Dr. Tesha Coffey, Dean of Academic Affairs at this university. And again, thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for taking time off of your busy schedule to be a part of the conversation. So let's just go ahead and jump right in as we have this discussion and just tell us about the inception of um, St. Joseph University, how the idea came to be. Okay, the St. Joseph University actually is the brainchild of our Dean and uh, University prof Professor Dr. Kirvin Ferrara. The idea was conceived some 25 years ago, as far back as 1997. Mm -hmm. and, and since then, he has been struggling with the idea of developing this mega tertiary institution of, of world class. And, and today, we are here with the university, the St. Joseph University. It is a school in a school. In other words, and it's a school not only concerned with the medical sciences, but we go broader afield. Mm -hmm. So as we go into the discussion, we will highlight some of the things that we are involved with at the St. Joseph University. And I'm happy, I'm very happy that you highlighted that it's not just a medical school because um, for some reason, well, initially, let's go back, if we go back to 25 years ago, right, we would know that um, upon inception of the idea mm -hmm. um, Dr. Ferrara had, it was initially um, a medical school, mm -hmm. a medical university. And so, however, as Mr. Thomas highlighted, we, we, had, we there was the challenges encountered, the hiccups encountered. Um, but if I may say, I am happy personally that these, these challenges were encountered because if it had not be, um, um, occurred, yeah. we would not have been here today talking about St. Joseph University. We would have already been instituted a medical school, which would have limited um, our, our scope, scope as yes. to what is being offered. Mm -hmm. So these 25 years of challenges have allowed us the opportunity to have a new scope mm -hmm. to provide a varying courses, mm -hmm. varying programs to have a better, a, a more variety of, of students um, and a more, to satisfy a, a, a wider population. population. Right, and, right. And, and that is very important because mm -hmm. we, are, we are aware that uh, there are many medical schools in existence. Mm -hmm. We have um, one operational here in Dominica. Mm -hmm. We had one which just recently left. And we have a few in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, we we would have more um, competition, mm -hmm. as we would put it that way. Mm -hmm. But offering or um, having a medical school within the university gives us that edge. Yes, we we would cater to the the health sciences. Mm -hmm. So those who are interested in that field, we also would cater to those who are interested in the education field. Although we are starting off with just one program under the education faculty, mm -hmm. but we have to. Yeah, because I think a lot of people are wondering, well, is this a replacement for Ross University? Oh, ah, and, and I guess our response initially mm -hmm. would have already initiated that um, answer to that question, mm -hmm. which is no, yeah. with a capital N, oh, <laughs> it's not a replacement of anything. Right, right, right. In fact, mm -hmm. it is 
I'm an original entity mm-hmm. <laughs> providing a magnitude of, of, of programs to, be, to attract a greater population. And that is our unique mission as well. Right. So instead of an, an MD, you offer a pre-med program. So we offer the pre-med program, and we will be offering the MD program um, coming next year, next academic year, meaning September the 3rd of 2023. Mm-hmm. And the main reason for that um, is because we have to be properly equipped as it relates to um, accommodating the requisite um, facilities for the MD program. Mm-hmm. And as we discuss a little more, you will learn that we, were, we are planning to, and we're in the process of constructing our um, open campus, uh, our site, a campus in the St. Joseph um, community, mm-hmm. whereby that site or that campus would be able to accommodate our MD programs and all the other um, programs that we'll be offering. Mm-hmm. It would also be able to accommodate um, student residency mm-hmm. and provide, accommodate various facilities that would um, comprise of a fully functional university. Right. Uh, because um, the other question that came to mind was why the name St. Joseph? Is okay. there a significance to the name St. Joseph University, Mr. There, Thomas? There, there is great significance to the name St. Joseph University. Actually, the, 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 the founding father of the university was born and bred in the community or from the community ah, of St. Joseph, as that, that's Dr. Ferrara himself. Mm-hmm. And as you know, it's always his desire and will to give back to his community mm-hmm. uh, something tangible that would last for mm-hmm. the future and that would create uh, the, the sort of impression in the, in the community that is long-lasting in terms of the service to the community and the benefits mm-hmm. to be derived. And the, op- the opportunities. And the opportunities, opportunities, benefits yes, to be derived yes, from that yes, university. Yes, yes. So actually, it's a homegrown. Mm-hmm. And homegrown, born and, uh, and bred in Dominica in the St. Joseph constituency today. And I think I should also emphasize this university is the only, only tertiary educational institute of its kind that is locally owned, that is owned by a national in the country in which it exists. Mm-hmm. So that is a, a, a very commendable to the highest. Yes, yes, commendable yes. and positive um, outcome mm-hmm. for the university generally. And Dr. Farah, being a son of the soil, I think is very proud to. Be yeah, and I have to that. tell you, you guys have tremendous support because once I released the flyer for this program, I got such an array of reactions, which is congratulations, great idea. But the number one question that keeps coming back is, is the university accredited? Okay, yes. And, and that is a million dollar question. And, and it's also an opportunity to educate the professionals. The professionals that the, the accreditation professors as it relates to a university, mm-hmm. um, we 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 have two types of accreditation. Mm-hmm. We know that there is institutional accreditation and there is program accreditation. Mm-hmm. Institutional accreditation is one which takes place um, over a period of time, and oftentimes um, we should know that um, um, some universities would acquire that in, um, accreditation after, after years of first. being inspected. Yeah, um, many popular universities have 
have gotten their institutional accreditation at least five or six years after being in school, and even more for other universities. Mm -hmm. So obviously, as it relates to institutional accreditation at a new university, it's it's impractical to have achieved or acquired institutional accreditation. Mm -hmm. However, it is important to note that we are in the process of communicating with the international accreditation bodies who, who have given us information as to the way forward commencing next year when we move to our main campus. Mm -hmm. So it means that we would maybe would have been one of the very first universities to have been institutionally accredited at um, such a short space of time. Mm -hmm. So we are definitely looking forward to that. So we have started the process as it relates to communication and the uh, actual institution of the procedures would take place when we move to our main campus. Mm -hmm. okay, so this will take some time next year. Now we are moving to program accreditation. The, the courses or the programs which will be offered this coming September are and will be accredited by the, the requisite institutions or, or accreditation bodies. And for example, I'm going to use special education. Um, one of the main things that, that is important to know as it relates to program accreditation, not for all accreditation bodies, but for most, is that the program or the curriculum being um, up for accreditation has to be instituted and has to at least graduate one cohort of that program. Mm -hmm. So it would mean that we would have not been able to have achieved that process yet. Mm -hmm. However, we have recognized that and still as an ambitious entity, we have um, forged relationships with universities that are accredited, that offer programs which are accredited, such as a special education program, and that, for example, we are in forging a relationship with the Micro University College in Jamaica, which is one of the most leading, leading university colleges which provide the best special education programs. Mm -hmm. Now, with, with that relationship, it would mean that we would have adopted um, a curriculum mm -hmm. which is already accredited. Mm -hmm. And so we would be offering programs that are accredited come September. Mm -hmm. So I hope this answers the yes, question. Yes, absolutely. And I'm happy that you mentioned the school in Jamaica because the next question I wanted to know is, are you also working with the Dominican Republic? Okay. Um, so that is a good question. Mm -hmm. As it relates to working with the Dominican State College, um, we have not yet forged a, a, a particular relationship. Um, however, it is important to note that this is one entity that we should, we are will going to target especially as it relates to kind of matriculation into all the programs that they offer because we know that they offer an accredited associate pro degree program and now even Western Mills State offering a pre-bachelor degree program. Mm -hmm. So that, that kind of relationship is warranted um, as it relates to matriculation into our programs. Mm -hmm. So that is something that is definitely part of our plan. Yes, Mr. And, Thomas. And in addition to that, we have specifically when it comes to the college, we have already gone ahead and prepared a PowerPoint program, mm -hmm. which we hope to present to not just the faculty, but to the students as well. 
which is very important because there are students there who are doing the sciences as well. Mm -hmm. Some of them may be considering studying medicine or biochemistry or, or, or something like or marine biology. They, they, some of the students may be considering that as a, a future career. Mm -hmm. So it's also our intention to aggressively, aggressively mm -hmm. tackle the students as well. Not yes. just the, 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 the faculty and, and, and the staff, but also the students doing those sciences as well. Right, excellent. And, and then as you said, that it, it reminds me that we also have um, students currently enrolled in some universities mm -hmm. inquiring as to the process of transferring. Yes, I was about to ask you that. And, right. and that is in itself is not only commendable, but it's, it's, it's very, um, it's exciting and it's um, humbling because um, it means that we are already making inquiries to you um, with, before even graduating. <laughs> so, from, 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 so from what some of the locations are, are students inquiring from? Um, we have from um, India, mm. we have from Sub-Saharan Africa. Mm. We also have students from here, locally, mm. who are um, enrolled in, in social education. Um, in, um, institutions mm -hmm. wanting to be transferred, and we definitely will be accommodating them mm -hmm. because um, we would we would want to provide them with the opportunities that they they desire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think the persons inquiring about the university and the programs and so that we are offering mm -hmm. is tremendous. Mm -hmm. um, since we, we we started or since we launched mm -hmm. the, the, the program, we have been receiving quite a number of interesting comments on interviews yes. and people yes. requesting yes. various um, programs and, uh, and all that sort of thing, mm -hmm. uh, even asking when will this program come on screen. Mm -hmm. So I think this places us in a very peculiar, unique position mm -hmm. that we can capitalize on in the future, given that, that um, influx of inquiries and, and so forth and from the general registration public. as well, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Registration, yeah. Yeah. because mm -hmm. it's, it's one thing to inquire, but it's another thing to right. have content. So we, have that is finally, we have quite a few applications already applied mm -hmm. um, via our online facility and, um, and some coming into the application. So it's not a matter just of word of mouth, it's a matter of putting the, the practicality. Action. And, and so the application process and enrollment process is for a few students have already begun and hopefully we should have at least um, a, a good say 90 students being enrolled um, come September. Oh, excellent. And let's talk about the programs that you offer, which is one of the reasons I pulled up the screen. So let's just talk about some of the pro programs that you offer. Um, right, right. Know. As well, it would have you would have known and it's out there that we offer um, a few, quite a bit of programs. Mm -hmm. um, the majority for now um, fall underneath the, the, the health sciences faculty. Mm -hmm. um, um, some of which includes the pre-med, pre mm -hmm. the med as I mentioned earlier, which will commence as of next um, academic year. Mm -hmm. We have the pre-nursing program, we also have the bachelor in nursing, mm -hmm. we have the bachelor in pharmacy, and we also have associate's degrees in laboratory technology, as well as associate's degree in medical diagnostic um, sonography.
and uh, back in the of science in special education as you know as marine biology. Oh, yes. nice, nice. And the length of the programs? Okay, it varies per program. Right. Obviously, an associate degree program is approximately two years. Mm -hmm. Um, that would mean um, um, six, um that would be four semesters. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and then you have the the bachelor's program runs between three to four years for the various um. Um, programs mm -hmm. and of course the MD would be a five year program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent. And any um, offerings online? Any portions of the programs will be offered online? Yes. For okay. some of the courses, because that is one of the um, questions that a lot of the yes. students have, whether there are opportunities to have that online modality. Mm -hmm. And so, obviously, as a as a as a university um, that is sensitive to the students. Um, Plight. Mm -hmm. Thank mm -hmm. you for that word. <laughs> we are definitely um, considering providing, um, offering some of the courses, um, the theoretical aspects mm -hmm. um, online. It would mean that we offer um, a hybrid approach to some of our programs. Mm -hmm. Obviously, for so, for the more practical programs, um, we, for example, the the, the medical diagnostic sonography, mm -hmm. we it it is kind of impractical at the moment to offer right. online face-to-face. However, the considerations for online modalities can make a difference on other programs. Right, and, and another question that came in as well is, oh, will all the uh, programs be available in September? Not all of Not them. All okay. Of them. Okay. okay. Mr. Thomas? Mr. Thomas? I, I think we have um, mm -hmm. the special education program, the bachelor's in special education, mm -hmm. the associate degree in laboratory technology, Okay. and we also have the, the Bachelors in midwifery and in nursing, mm -hmm. uh, in pharmacy, and of course we also hope to start the English program as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I just to interject, sorry, yes, for the English program, it is really a mandatory one-year program offered to 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 the students where English is not the mm, first language. So it's, it's really not a program offering English right. as a as a program, but right. rather a course for students mm -hmm. who would be more competent within mm -hmm. uh, with yes. the language since the the the, the major well, the coursework the program would be offered in English. Mm -hmm. it, it's like saying if you go to China to study you right. must learn oh, Cuba, the Chinese right. language. Oh, Cuba. Right. Cuba. Yes, yes. Yeah, you must learn the language for a year. Right. So students coming from Asia and those places, mm -hmm. India who are not so strong in English, mm -hmm. who are not preferring in English would uh, do that program mm -hmm. and um, strengthen their skills, so mm -hmm. to speak, now, before going into it. Because I most see. of the programs will be lectured in English. Yes, yes, so it's, of, yes. You know, <laughs> you know? Right, right. right. So I want to make sure we didn't miss any of the programs that are, will begin in, in September. Did I cut you off? Or uh, no, no. Uh, actually, I was on English and she, um, yes. Dr. Coffey, rather, my apologies. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Coffey, um, Strengthen the point that I was making right, in terms right. of the English program that we hope to offer us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have covered um, covered that. Again, just to run through it, yes, we've got the Bachelor of Midwifery, mm -hmm. the Bachelor of Nursing, Bachelor of Pharmacy. Uh, we also have the Associate Laboratory Technology Program, mm -hmm. and we also have the Bachelor's in Special Education okay, Program. Okay, and it's a very popular program. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's very Okay. Yes. Okay. And of course, we have comments coming in on the Facebook Live, but we'll take those um, in a, a little while. Now, I read somewhere uh, professionals from across the globe. Um, so tell us a 
about that. I think in one of your slides you said that you you put in uh, you get an opportunity to work with professionals from the like are you recruited internationally for the various uh, That's correct. Uh, we could reach a voice of Australia. Yes, 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 international lecturers mm. um, and it's always very exciting that we can um, we have um, gotten into uh, um, some of which are still being initiated and mm -hmm. some of which are responded to our vacancy posting mm -hmm. and so like I said yes some, some of our lecturers are sought to turn abroad so mm -hmm. we actually have persons going to be migrating to Dominica mm -hmm. for employment purposes mm -hmm. and so this in itself is an economic boost for our business and, and to encourage persons yes. to, to cater to that, mm -hmm. uh, cater to that for national, cater to that to, con to, to basically cater that, for lack mm -hmm. of a better word, mm -hmm. a university would bring back to the country. Absolutely. Bring uh -huh. that. And speaking Absolutely. of that, speaking of that, Very I want to, to highlight that for our nationals, we are offering a 20% discount on recruiters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So everybody is happy. Yes. Students are happy, the university is obviously happy, mm -hmm. um, lecturers are happy, Dominica is happy. Mm -hmm. And so um, we want to have that happy aura mm -hmm. um, as, as what we give off mm -hmm. and from the centers. Now, now, now a question that comes to mind is would faculty be able to teach remotely? Maybe there are a lot of Dominicans who are interested in offering their expertise and becoming lecturers with the university, would one of the options be to teach remotely online or maybe not quite yet? Not quite yet. <laughs> However, for the programs obviously that we are providing via a hybrid mm -hmm. approach, mm -hmm. that option is available. Right. That option is available. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So let's take some of the comments because we sure. have quite a few people yes. on the Facebook Live and of course a lot more people will come back and watch the program. So Catherine Stanley, very good progress for Dominica, I agree. And Mr. Havis Badwell, the sponsor of our program. Mr. Badwell, thank you for sponsoring our programs. He says greetings. Janila Serafin, who is the general manager. Yes, so she says, after the live program, students who are interested in applying can visit stjosephuniversity.com to apply for their program of choice. Yes. Payments can also be made on the website. More information can be seen on the website as well for varying programs. Deja Francis says, add the prerequisites for the diagnostic medical sonogram program. Are there? They are listed on the, on the website. On the website. Excellent, yes. excellent. Can However, if you have any questions, mm -hmm. um, inquiries, which I can kind of, you know, you can definitely connect with the school and mm -hmm. provide you um, the requisite information. Yes, yes. And always go back to the beginning of the program, the email address and the phone number is listed right at the beginning of the program. So you can take a look. Glenda Schillingford, great to see you, Glenda. Good afternoon, um, Simone and guests. So let's go back to, I think there was a question or comment. Yes, so in terms of the tuition, what can you tell us about the tuition? Is it uh, comparable to other institutions here on the island? So just tell definitely, us a little bit about definitely. that. Definitely, and for a more detailed um, insight of the tuition as per program, right. You can definitely visit the website um, mm -hmm. for that information. Mm -hmm. However, 
of I can definitely say that this university tuition fees are ridiculously affordable. Good. Affordable and honestly, if I went to university a couple times, <laughs> I'm sure you did. I really wish that my tuition fees could look as attractive as because um they are really really affordable and comparable to um some of the existing universities here in in on, on Ireland, we, we could safely say that doing a com doing the comparison, it somewhat equates approximately seventy percent mm -hmm. of um, tuition mm -hmm. for nationals right. and so it means that um, the tuition fees of the bad say for international students is basically half of what is offered to in the other universities mm -hmm. um, for national it is 70% of that mm -hmm. what else Right. <laughs> what else could you want? <laughs> and for nationals, and I would advocate for nationals because honestly, I really wish that when I, when it was my time to go to university, I had an option like this mm -hmm. because the, the border laws is ridiculously it is. expensive, it is. and if you can get to save that, yes. mm -hmm. if you can get to save mm -hmm. that, you have no stress of even mm -hmm. going back to school after mm -hmm. you graduated. Mm -hmm. So, so this is really something to consider. Yes. Um, definitely to consider for those who are still unable to meet the the requisite fees. We can come up with payment plans mm -hmm. for you um, to be able to 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 not be to be able to not be denied yes. access to certain education. Right. So, so don't the the fee should not be a deterrent. Absolutely, right. absolutely, absolutely. We, we yes, will try yes, our utmost um, best to make sure that every student mm -hmm. is comfortable and well received. Yes, absolutely. Now you mentioned that there were students inquiring from India and some foreign countries. That's so correct. it kind of begs the question: Will um, housing be available for them, or would they be responsible for finding housing their own housing? Will be available for okay. them um, when we move to St. Joseph's site, mm -hmm. which is. Um, our intention to have on campus soon. Nice. However, in the interim, while we were, while we are here, mm -hmm. we have a contract. Well, we are in the process of contracting landlords who, to to house our students. Mm -hmm. And of course, as a responsible um, entity, we, we would be visiting the site to ensure that it's safe. Yes, thank you. Which is paramount mm -hmm. to ensure that it's safe as it it would be comfortable for our students. Mm -hmm. And so unlike some of other universities where the students are left alone, we take care that access to our student support services mm -hmm. are also. So we contact those landlords, we make the contract and mm -hmm. so the payments come through the school to those landlords. Mm -hmm. So everybody will be happy. The landlords will not have problems with saying, Oh, I won't have money for this month because that happens. That mm -hmm. is that happens. Yeah. And the students will not be kicked out or be harassed by the landlord mm -hmm. for not paying on time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. And another important question that came in is: Will uh, the medical school be affiliated with schools in the U.S.? Because as we know, you know, my husband went to Ross, and then what happened is you come here, you can um, go to residency in the U.S. Is there any affiliations in the U.S. or in the Caribbean for okay. students to continue okay. into residency programs? Okay. And All the right, like. right. Unlike other universities, mm -hmm. um, and it's important to always compare because you have to know what What's is out there. there. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Uh, upon exit, you know, you have to do certain exams. Mm -hmm. So we are not going to um, basically make it mandatory 
to have a part one particular exam of all its particular students, mm -hmm. ir irrespective of career path option. Right. So some students may be able would maybe wanting to work in the US mm -hmm. or to practice in the US, mm -hmm. and so they would take the they would take the route of the US MLE exam. Mm -hmm. Some may be want, wanting to practice through the British uh, yeah. route. So we provide the opportunity to take the child exam mm -hmm. and, and take it for the Caribbean and then do the Caribbean education. If you are interested in working with um, um, within the American system, we are in, um, there are practicing, practicing hospitals that we are in collaboration okay. with where the students can do the general rotations at these hospitals mm -hmm. as it relates to that aspect of it. But that is that is based on the route that the student chooses. Mm -hmm. Excellent. You wanted to add anything? Um, no, I think you, you said it all. Um, actually, to put the icing on the cake in, in that respect. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, because that is the route that we intend to go, and uh, on, on principle, I think we're going to stick to to, to that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fantastic. Let's take some comments on the Facebook Live. So let's see, uh, Jamila is providing the uh, email address info at stjosephuniversity.com because of course I will also present this program on my radio show, Untapped Potential. For those of us who are listening on the radio, again, it is info at stjosephuniversity, one word, dot com, info at stjosephuniversity. And the phone number you want to reach for additional information is 767 265-1011. Again, 1767-265-1011 is the number to call for more information. And Miss Seraphine is also posting, we are a university for the people. I, I, I agree. SJU belongs to all Dominican. She puts lots of L's at the end. It <laughs> is reflected in our approach to the public and what we offer. Dave Gershon, great to see you. He says, good evening. Well, Dave, it's afternoon, but that's okay. Good evening, Dr. Simone Matthew, you're listening. Lovely to have you. Carolyn King, is this a doctor? Yes, it is. Yes, and it's great to have you guys with us. So I also think this is an incredible opportunity for Dominicans in general, because I've seen all the ads for different positions yes. that you're looking for. So can you just tell us some of the open positions that people might be interested in applying for? Some of, some of the, the, the positions um, that we have. Aside from our lecturers, yes. we have a listing as it relates to lecturing. Yes, we have a number of listed lecturers. Mm -hmm. uh, so the course is within the period program. Mm -hmm. yes. And we have um, also the vacancies as it relates to the messengers, yes. as it relates to yes, uh, yes, at all levels. So, so um, visiting the website is going to give more details in that regard. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely, there are opportunities for employment mm -hmm. for um, persons of varying um, at varying levels. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, Mr. Kibbe is just going to tell us some of the qualifications that you're looking for for the some of the positions that you're um, um, offering. PhD, well, for the teachers mm -hmm. uh, of the specific um, courses, mm -hmm. uh, they will have to be qualified. Uh, uh, some, we would request some, some PhD qualifications or some level of experience in the field that you, you, you are um, going to teach. Mm -hmm. And we would um, also request that you send us some uh, accredited um, 
information in terms of the, the school that you attended and that mm -hmm. sort of thing, your background, so to speak, mm -hmm. in the various subjects that um, we have offered. I think one of these subjects is um, lab, laboratory technician. Mm -hmm. the, um, the other one is midwifery. Uh, we're still hoping to recruit um, teachers for those. But um, there are other programs that, um, for instance, I think, Miss e, uh, Dr. Coffey, you might tell us about the English um, lecturer. Okay, so, so like I, I, I said earlier, we, we have various um, positions available as it relates to yes, lecturing yes, in yes, various yes, courses, definitely. various courses within the various programs. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is a lengthy list. Um, we have already sought, as I indicated earlier, some from um, international, so that they will become lecturers, and um, the vacant positions are listed on our website. Mm -hmm. um, as it relates to the lower level um, positions, obviously the requirements would not be the same as a lecturer, which is a master's and up. Yes. Um, um, it would be based um, commensurate the position. Mm -hmm. Now, so have you been seeing a lot of interest in people applying for the different positions? Insurmountable positions have, yes, have, have, yes. have applied. Even positions that are not available mm -hmm. have been created by the persons by out the there. Persons <laughs> are are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. So, so, so they're applying for positions that don't exist. That exists. <laughs> so the interest definitely But the, yeah, definitely the interest is there. And, and we want to encourage persons to do that kind of thing. We want to encourage persons to continue visiting the website. We want to encourage persons to continue their inquiries, of course, and the register. Registration is key because without the students, there will be no... You are listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. Coming out of Dominica, I truly wish St. Joseph's University much success. And, you know, I keep thinking that when uh, we hear the opening of a university or any significant business in Dominica, it is an opportunity for employment for Dominicans, both at home and abroad. So I am always excited for the possibilities. So again, we wish them all the success in the world, and we look forward to great things coming out from this institution. So as we continue along here with the program, I want to bring you our tip of the week. And this week, it is eight toxic things parents say. So again, eight toxic things parents say. And sometimes, you know, the enemy is right within our own homes. And that is one of the things that I highlighted when I had the opportunity to be on the In the Spotlight show with Dinah. 
And speaking of which, I went ahead, I, I did a number of programs while I was in Dominica. So I went ahead and uploaded all those programs to uh, my website, uh, pushpast10.com, so you would have an opportunity to be able to enjoy some of the interviews. So it was great, you know, for once, I was on the other side of the mic, not doing the interview, but being interviewed. So I had an opportunity to be invited to In the Spotlight, uh, Jolly's Health Vibes, and then Dr. Triffy, Dr. Mark. Wallace also invited me to be a part of her program. So I thought, uh, you know, get to know me a little bit better. And I would upload those videos to my website, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0. Just click on the about tab at the very top of the page and you will be able to enjoy those interviews. So let us take a listen to Eight Toxic Things, Parents Day, and then come back as we wind down the program for yet Psych2Go is a digital media organization that raises mental health awareness by presenting psychological topics in a digestible and relatable manner. Please share our content with those who need it. Children should always expect from their parents love and care. But what if the parents are toxic? How would you feel if I told you that in 2008, the Administration of Children and Families in the US Department of Health and Human Services reported that more than 50,000 children were officially counted as victims of emotional abuse. Whether hurtful words are intended to cause pain or not, they can leave marks and memories from a short time to a lifetime. Hurtful remarks can come from loved ones, such as parents, and the psychological and emotional damage can be detrimental to a lot of people, especially their children. The way parents raise their children and behave around them sets up the basic ground which builds their personality and self-esteem. So, how do you know if a parent or caretaker is toxic? Here are eight things toxic parents say that can affect a child's life. 1. Offensive words towards their appearance. You're ugly, too fat, too short, or too skinny, or you have ugly hair. Degrading a child based on their appearance will likely only increase their physical insecurity and worry about their body image. This could lead to serious emotional issues, such as eating disorders. Parents are supposed to teach their children how to love themselves no matter how they look on the outside. Two, provocative questions towards actions. Like, why do you act so weird? Why do you walk that way, chew that way, move or talk that way? Children tend to believe anything their parents say, so sarcastic questions or remarks like these may make the child feel like there's something wrong with them. This makes it very hard for the child to be themselves around people, even during their adulthood. And they may then be trapped by the discomfort and fear that others may laugh at them or notice the flaws that their toxic parents made up for them. 3. Selfish wishes I wish you were never born. I wish I had an abortion. I regret having you. I wish you were a different child. Parents should never say something like this to a child. It'll make them feel like they weren't supposed to exist in this world in the first place, and that they don't deserve to be alive. These remarks are so harmful to a child, to a human in general. They diminish their whole sense of identity, which can lead to self-harm and early depression. Instead, parents should make them feel loved and valued. Four, making the child feel like a burden. You cost me too much money, it's so hard to take care of you. 
Having you exhausts me. If a parent says this to their child, the child will feel like a burden. It'll cause them to unconsciously hide their needs, feelings, and problems just to avoid the wrath of the parent. Considering that, NEMERS, a nonprofit children's healthcare system, reported that lack of love and affection or materialistic things are some of the causes for some children to lean on stealing and being abusive. Five, unhealthy comparisons. Why aren't you like your sibling, cousin, or the other kids? The other kids are better than you. This will reduce a child's self-esteem substantially and makes them think that they'll never be good enough, no matter how hard they try. Also, comparing siblings with one another only promotes an unhealthy relationship between them. This will cause them to feel jealousy and resentment towards each other. Siblings should be equally given the right to build their own independent identities. Six, verbally abusive words or statements. You're stupid, useless, you're a loser, or you'll never make it. Absolute remarks like this will damage the child's self-esteem. It's important that parents encourage their children into believing in themselves. Seven, threatening abandonment. I'll leave you, I'll put you aside, you'll wake up and never find me, I'll just disappear. This will cause the child to have abandonment issues fearing that people they love will leave them because of who they are. When a child grows up, this belief will be unconsciously ingrained in their mind. They'll be unable to trust future relationships for fear of them leaving. And eight, empty promises. If you do this, I'll buy you that, or I'll take you there next time, but then they don't do it. When a parent makes promises that they don't keep, it breaks the child's trust. It makes the child feel betrayed Making fake promises is an excellent way to teach a child how not to trust others in life. To conclude, even though words aren't physically harmful, they can be extremely harmful to the psyche and emotional well-being. Childhood is an essential chapter in every human's life. Our childhood builds our personalities, behaviors, and beliefs. Have you experienced any of these forms of abuse? How do you feel about them? Do you know someone who has and could benefit from watching this video? Please consider sharing this video to reach worldwide attention so parents or future parents can also be more mindful about how they talk to their children. If you care about our mission, please don't forget to subscribe to Psych2Go for more of our psychology content. And as always, thanks for watching. of our words. So if you remember from last week, our tip of the week was the harsh words that we should refrain from using. And yet again, we see where the damage that our words can cause to our very own children. So let's just be mindful. Let us be mindful. And let us just take a minute before we speak to our children. You know, in my home, I like to use only positive words with Sophia. So even when she's not having her best day, when she might be in a terrible mood and not acting in accordance with the culture for a family, I simply say to her, well, are you displaying a positive spirit? spirits. 
rather than saying, you know, Miss Lady, I don't like your little attitude, which is something a lot of parents say. And I simply do not like that word. There's something about that word, your little attitude that just jabs me the wrong way. So I like to say to her, let us remember that even when we're not having the best day, we should still practice a spirit of a positive attitude because I think that our words can certainly sour the spirits of our children. So we have to do better. And you know, we're all just a work in progress trying to do our best. So no harsh criticisms here, just an encouragement for us to each try to do better. So here we are at the end of the program. I hope that you found great value in the information. I always look forward to being a part of our community and being able to just share some of the positive things that are going on in Dominica, just being able to share some of these interviews with you. So again, I want to encourage you to come back next week, same time, same place, right here on TDN Radio for another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. As we continue to journey on, we continue to get energized and powered up for the week, and we continue to remind ourselves of the important life goals that we are working on. And before I log on, I wanna uh, uh, remind you that the important work that we're doing against child sexual abuse in Dominica is continuing on. Uh, we had someone donate 10 books of If You Touch, I Will Tell. And as I speak with you today, the books are now in Guadeloupe and they will be shipped over to Dominica because of course, you know, we had to find the most cost-effective way to get the books to Dominica. So rather than putting it in the mail and, and I don't even think the postal service is working properly in Dominica at this point since COVID-19, my mom was going to Guadeloupe. So we arranged to have the books travel with her and then she will make arrangements to have someone who uh, worked for the ferry that travels from Dominica to Guadeloupe, take the books to Dominica. So, you know, we're trying to figure out the most cost-effective way to do everything and to continue this mission. So once the books get to Dominica, I will have someone from the Dominica Girl Guides pick them up. And then the next step is how do we get these books into the hands of every corner of Dominica? Someone prominent, hopefully, so I've already thought maybe Emma News out there in the north of Dominica. And the idea is to not simply have the books donated, but have the books read to the children who need the information most. So we're taking everything one step at a time, one day at a time. Our committee is meeting on a regular basis to discuss various ideas. And we would love to hear from you. So if you have any ideas on just how we can impact the lives of these young children in Dominica. We would love to hear from you. You can always reach us at pushpast10 at gmail.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0 at gmail.com to share your ideas and suggestions with us. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. It includes the video of the first time that we launched the Child Protective Society. So if you want more information on exactly what we're planning to do, you can check out our YouTube channel. Guess the name? <laughs> of course, Push Past 10. So on YouTube, we're Push Past 10 as well for more information. And if you're on Facebook, please follow us. 
as we continue to grow our global community, we continue to expand our international village of Dominicans at home and abroad, Caribbean people, friends of Dominica, friends of the Caribbean, who are just interested in seeing the advancements of our beautiful Caribbean region. So until next time, it is great being here with you. Uh, don't forget that your life story is your strength. Remember to tap into your potential each and every day. Stay strong, stay positive, stay engaged, and stay active until we meet right back here next week. You have yourself a productive